What's happening, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's born from the most human power, hope. No one has that. I was counting on that. My name's Joe, and joining me to talk about the movie X-Men Days of Future Past, I have but one lone sentinel. Wow. Well, I mean, technically, there's two of us. There's two Sentinels. That's true. His name is Sequel. The podcast that doesn't know karate, but knows crazy. And Mr. Corey, who cannot be here, put his bet in. The podcast that will show them a better path. I don't know who we're showing this path to, but I hope it's good. Dozens of people. Literally dozens. (laughs) Before we get into our coverage of the movie, as usual, we're going to let you know what else we've been watching this week. I don't know why I'm pausing like this. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Sequel. <laughs> what have you been watching this week? A few movies. I watched um, The Karate Kid Part 3, which is really bad, but like really funny bad. Terry Silver in that is like a Hall of Famer when it comes to like over bad. Over the acting. top, yeah, yes, yeah. No, he's really over the top with it. I like If you just YouTube Terry Silver Karate Kid Part 3, it's, it's a real fun eight minutes. I think um, I did that last time you talked about this really? movie. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. I think cool. we actually watched cool. it together. Did we? I think so. It's really good. It's just him beating up stuff. Yes, and it's like laughing, high-pitched, yep. like a hyena. Um, I watched a movie called Duel. That's I've... Steven Spielberg's first movie. It was actually made for TV, so technically it's not his first theatrical release, but it's really good. You get to see a lot of like Jaws in it. It's a... It's a guy driving cross country and he cuts a truck off and then the trucker gets mad and the truck just goes after him for for the rest of the movie and you never see the truck driver so it's really like this guy versus like a beast so to speak just like jaws that's duel with an e d-u-e-l okay i wasn't sure if it was duel or duel like two gotcha okay yeah d-u-e-l got it neat yes got it 7.99 if you want to Buy the Blu-ray off Amazon. <laughs> I don't think I do, but okay. someone out there might. Sure. Probably rent it somewhere, too. I hope um, so. I also watched uh, Last Crusade because we that makes perfect about it sense. so much. And it's better than Raiders. 100%. <laughs> Can confirm, still better than Raiders. The last 20 minutes is the best Indiana Jones we get for the entire Indiana Jones saga. I had to fin- I had, for my what I've been watching, I had to finish out another... Saga, so the Indiana Jones is probably the one to move on to next. All right. I'll let you know about that. Good on you. Not trying to steal your thunder. No, we're fine. We're fine. Good. Um, yeah, Joe, that's about it. Oh, I watched. I tried watching A Few Good Men with the director's commentary, and I d- don't like director's commentaries unless they have the actors with them, because then there's a lot of back and forth, and it's funny. Was it just Aaron Sorkin in a room? No, he didn't direct that. He wrote that. It was Rob Reiner. All right, he didn't yeah, direct that. Rob Reiner directed it. But like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, <laughs> I shut it off like 20 minutes in. I'm like, I can't do this. I shut off the commentary, but I finished yeah, yeah. watching the movie. Of course. Oh, and I watched Stand By Me because I love that movie. Still never seen it. Really? Yeah. You should. You'd like it a lot. I'm sure I would. It's timeless. Is that the one where they find a dead body? They look for a dead body and eventually they do find it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really good. They don't make movies like that anymore. We say that quite a bit. We do. <laughs> it's eventually it's going to be true. Top Five Stephen King movie. Stephen King wrote that book. So. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. What about you, Joe? What have you been watching? I've been watching a couple things. And by well, you couple means two. So I've been watching a few things. <laughs> I saw a movie from 1959 called The Bat. How was that? Less exciting than it sounds. It wasn't bad. 
Now, by bat, is it? Do you mean like wooden club or animal? Animal. Okay. Yeah, it's like a masked killer who calls himself the bat. Ah. It's weird. It's not bat, bad. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be more like a Batman movie. But it wasn't? Not at all. Did Veronica pick it? Of course she did. Okay. She's had worse picks. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not too bad. Okay. The the aforementioned saga I mentioned before, I watched Back to the Future 3. I've now seen all of them in com- in to completion, I guess, in do entirety. You, do you like Back to the Future 3? I like it the least of the three. Okay. I hate Back to the you Future 3. You hate it? I hate it. I think it's perfectly fine except for the Doc Love story. Like, I, everything else is a lot like Back to the Future 1 and 2. It's, I guess I don't like setting changes. Like, that was my problem with John Wick 3 is when they went to Morocco. Okay, so you I don't just, like that this is in the West. No, nope, I right. don't. Stick to what you do best. <laughs> suburban areas <laughs> go to 2045 man or go to 1925 i mean i feel like they kind of did that in two like they went to the future they went to 2015 30 years after 1985 that so, was 2015 yes oh man they got that wrong <laughs> well they didn't know <laughs> I, I know they had the cubs almost won the world series that year that was kind of crazy and they finally did like three years ago or something yeah i think two years 2018? I want to guess 2018. Could be. I'll take your word for it. Sure. So Back to the Future 3 is fun in my book. And I finally did it, sequel. I finally saw the movie that I wanted to see. Gemini Man. Yeah? Yeah. How was that? Not as bad as I wanted it to be. Okay. It's actually okay. It's like it's a lot like a Jason Bourne movie if Will Smith was just in it twice. Like, it's funny that you watch it this week when Will Smith's been in the news a lot. Has he? Oh no! Well, him and Jada Pinkett had like a one-on-one interview, like about their marriage and how she's like cheated on him and stuff. And he just looked really sad the whole time. Wait, <laughs> what? What happened? Did they like interview each other? Yeah, sorta. I think I watched some clips of it That's just to super find out weird. why there was this crying Will Smith meme all over the place. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was a uh, pretty weird. Oh no! Yep. Well, he he didn't look really happy in Gemini Man either, but that's kind of circumstances. You made a person out of another person. <laughs> yeah, young Will Smith acting in that is weird. Like, it's... I don't know... Why does he sound off? I assume it was a choice, because yeah. he's, like, he's like an empty shell. I'm not... Okay. I'm not going to try to give too much away, but it's just, like... You can tell from the trailer, like, he's he's making a choice with that character. Two movies on my watch list that I, I want to see. It'll be Gemini Man, I yes. do want to see it, and 21 Bridges I have yet to see. 21 Bridges is good. Okay. Of the two, 21 Bridges is better, okay. but Gemini Man wasn't bad. Like, S- I would watch that movie again. Stone both of them. Uh, 21 Bridges probably four. Okay. And probably three for Gemini Man. Flood the Island Blue, let's go. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Oh, cops. It's probably from the movie. It is. I'm an it's idiot. From, from the trailer. From, it's from the trailer. Yeah. I don't know if it made the movie. I realized that after I asked what it was. Like right. an idiot. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's what we've been watching. <laughs> Great way to close that yep. segment. They should expect nothing else. Uh, so we read Corey's email when we're done? I, I guess so, yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't give a lot of specifics. So, we'll, yeah, we'll do that at the end. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> We're going to give you our general thoughts for... I oh, know. No, sorry. Movie facts. Movie what am facts. I doing? I don't know, Joe. 
I'll kind of ship you running here. This, this two-man weave has just <laughs> thrown me off. X-Men, Days of Future Past. That's the name of the movie. It came out in 2014, which sure is a did. year earlier than for some reason I thought this came out in 2015. I don't know why. You're close. Yeah. It was rated PG-13, and it's two hours and 12 minutes long, directed by Brian Singer. It stars... I broke my rule of five for this one. Yeah, I think you have to. Hugh Jackman, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt, Peter Dinklage. I put six down. I mean, you can also give an honorable mention to Patrick Stewart and Ian e. McKellen. No, Ellen Page. Okay, okay. Oh, Ellen, and Ellen Page. I think she plays a significant role. <laughs> it threw me off because some of the names they listed before hers were not deserving of that spot in this movie. The budget for the movie, $200 million. Ooh, did it make it that? Did it triple it? Probably doubled it. I'm gonna guess 450 okay. million worldwide. Yes, 746 wow. million. Wow. Okay. Good for good for it. Yeah, 233 million domestic. Okay. As far as the scores for the movie, got Rotten Tomatoes coming in with a 90 percent. That's really high, but certified fresh. <laughs> Audience score of 91 percent. They really liked it. IMDb 8.0 out of 10. Wow. Metacritic 75 with a user score of 8.4. Interesting. And it got nominated for an Oscar. Ooh. I bet um, you you can guess which one it is. Special effects? Yep. Right. Best visual effects. And it probably lost. That's why I said nominated. Who won? Don't know. All right. <laughs> this is the information people come here for. <laughs> Joe plays some looking, looking it up music. Uh. So technically the 2015 Oscars. Yes. I'm just gonna let this dead air marinate. Just sit here, <laughs> take it all in, everybody. Uh, let's see your Birdman one. Okay. For best picture. I don't think that one best visual effects. Best actor, best actress, best supporting actor. Visual effects. One by. Probably a Star Wars movie, maybe. No. You know what's cool about this category? I'm gonna read you the nominees. Okay. You tell me what you think won. All right. The nominees are, Guardians of the Galaxy, Days of Future Past, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Did not realize that came out the same year as Guardians. Oh, yeah, 2014, yep. And Interstellar. I want to say... For some reason, I want to say it's Interstellar, but my actual guess is the Planet of the Apes movie. Interstellar. Okay. Three comic Damn book it. movies, though. Yeah. Good for it. Good for the genre. I mean, they tend to be the most flashy movies. Superpowers lend themselves cinematically pretty well. And comic book movies have been nominated for Best Picture in the not-too-distant past. So. Yeah. Black Panther, right? That one time, yep. That one time. Well, that won a few that's awards. It, it did, yeah. And yet it didn't crack 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. Go figure. <laughs> well, critically, it did. Not audience. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I think audience scale was like 56. Really? For Black Panther? Yeah. No. I think the world is just not okay yet. Okay. That's why. <laughs> so that we could, that's the most decorated superhero movie. Because Black it was Panther. nominated for the... It won four awards, I think. Yeah. Three or four. Two, maybe. <laughs> Two, some no, amount. more than one. I think costume, score. It won score? I think so. I don't remember at all. Let's, let's find out. I never forget. Seven nominations, and it won Best Costume, Best Original Score, and Best Production Design. So all it won right, three. three. Seven noms. Yeah. Good on it. Did better than uh, Joker. It did. As well it should have. <laughs> Different movies. They are. I just have no love for that movie. I know. I know. I know you know. And I know they know. 
let's move on with our general thoughts for X-Men Days of Future Past, which as always are going to be spoiler free. Hmm, who should I go to first? Why don't you take it, Joe? <laughs> sure, why not? Why not? Mix it up. X-Men Days of Future Past, what can I say? Um, this movie is really good. I really like it. I actually am, I liked it more now than I remember liking it when I've seen it in the past. Okay. <laughs> past. <laughs> so I've not that many complaints about it and a lot of good performances to be had in this. Not like Oscar winning sure. performances, it's but very solid. Sequel, what did you feel about it? It's a lot of fun. Okay. I really enjoy it. It's a fun ride. It's good. It's probably top three X-Men movie. Yeah. Well, you count... I do count. The Wolverine movies? The Wolverine okay. movies, yes. There are a hell of a lot of plot holes in this. And I was watching it this time around, just picking them out left and right. Just picking them out. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't approach it from that standpoint. Okay. For whatever reason, but I'm interested to hear them. Yeah, there's there's a ton. I'm sure I will. I mean, I know there are. And there's it's a time travel movie. The, the, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm gonna take the time travel. Well, there's one time travel plot hole I just can't really get sure. over. But they're not all time travel based. But there's just a lot of things that really make me question it. Fair Maybe enough. Go, huh, this time around. But yeah, so I didn't see First Class or um, Days of Future Past when they came out. It took me a quite a few years in order to see him because mm-hmm. I, I considered last stand the last stand and i <laughs> Oof. thought they were I'm like, well we're re- revisiting that pretty soon but um no those those two are very solid movies but let's get into the nitty-gritty all right let's do it from here on out we're gonna be spoiling x-men days of future past if you haven't seen it yet i don't know if it's streaming anywhere i own this so i didn't have to look at that if it is check it out if you don't want to know what happens, because we're going to start talking about spoilers starting right now, you've been warned. Let's do it. Corey? <laughs> Funny every time. Yeah, so this was a two-issue story, comic book-wise. Uh, okay. Takes place in 2013 and 1980, and I believe Kitty Pride goes to 2013. It's more of a future she goes into the future. Yes. Because I know it was her who did the traveling. Yeah, and she goes into the future and works with Logan. Okay. 2013 Logan. There's a lot of back and forth, jumping back and forth. Gotcha. So, um, very good story idea. I, I really enjoy this. Oh, yeah. Sentinels in the future. Mm-hmm. A lot of exposition scenes. Like, a lot. A There's lot. some. <laughs> There's definitely some. Well, we start off opening narration, Patrick Stewart. Sure. You're getting the expo. Classic X-Men movie trope, unfortunately. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You say trope a lot, but it's fine. It was... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you, my friend. Uh, yeah, I I was worried that it was going to go on for way too long because I remember like the first two X-Men movies. Great movies, but that opening animation they made it takes right. fucking forever. This one, not so bad. No, I don't understand why they did it because like they could have saved so much time and money and just had the movie open and it would have been just as effective. It's also cool seeing the original gang in it, right? Oh yeah, because we have first class and are now we're bringing everybody back. That's that's pretty baller. I I do enjoy that. Um, then we get the exposition dump of uh, after the opening action sequence, which is phenomenal, by the way. Oh yeah, Sentinels attacking. Kitty, Pride, and Love Iceman, it. and bunch of familiar faces. Yes. I know all of their names, and they're real X Men. <laughs> they are, <laughs> that they are. Um, very good. Really enjoy that. Like the the port. I don't know the Portal Girl's name, but that's uh, Blink. Blink. Very cool. 
Um, the fact that they, they, dis they disappear because she can send somebody back in the past and they can, oh, we're going to get attacked here, so let's actually not be there at all. Yep. Then they, the OGs show up and they kind of reconvene, get another exposition dump of, of course. <laughs> what they've been doing. Makes you wonder how long they've been doing this plan, like this weird guerrilla warfare where they just disappear. Because like, I guess they've just been waiting for the main crew to show up, but like, how long have I had to wait? What's the deal with that? Exactly. That's that's a, that's that's. Is a that good. a plot hole for you, or is that one no, you didn't think of yet? No, the plot hole really is why they went back to when they go back to. Why they go back to when they um like to stop why her, the Paris stop summit? her from killing Trask. Well, why not earlier? I guess. I mean, <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. Well, they're kind of cutting it close if they do it sure. at that exact moment. Oh, so you and, want them to go back like. A month previous to that, and be like, "Hey, don't kill Trask." No, I know you have to do this for the movie. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we know he's going to be here at this time, and this is when this event happens, and they're just assuming that's the trigger point. Like later on in the movie, when Beast has his theory, like the ripple effect, mm -hmm. hey, he can cause a ripple, but the stream's going to flow. I kind of liked that. Yeah, me too. But they're like, no, it's not. We don't believe in that. <laughs> It's an interesting idea, but then that makes the movie kind of suck because it's they're damned pointless. if they do, damned if they don't right. kind of thing. It's just going to end up the same way, and this was all for nothing. It just seems that if you wait to that moment to do what you do, then uh, you, you're really putting all your eggs in, in that basket. That's that's fine. Yeah. That's that's you, the only time travel plot hole I have. Okay. Is you pick, pick that knit, baby. Yeah, that, that, that's a knit. That's a knit. <laughs> Because otherwise, it's a much less exciting movie if they're not up against the clock. Yeah. But logically, yeah, I agree with you. And also the fact, like, so Wolverine has to go back because he's the only one that can, whose mind can withstand that punishment. It can. What if your brain can heal at the same rate right. it's being destroyed or torn apart? Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. That's you, I, I buy it. I was like, fucking of course they have to send Wolverine back. Yes. He needs to be in more of this movie. Well, for them to again, sell it. <laughs> it's their own fault for making him the yeah. their their superstar, which you know he's the most popular X Man. He's probably the best actor at. I'm, I can't even say he's the best actor. I don't think he's the best actor. He. I will say though, I don't like Wolverine that much, especially not in these movies because sure. he stole the show. Mm -hmm. But Hugh Jackman is so damn good. He's very good. He's at so it. good as Wolverine. He's very good. Yes. I can't this say that enough his about it. Second best performance. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Oh, as Wolverine. As Wolverine, yeah. yes. Um, so he goes back. I get that. I had. I was going somewhere with that. Sorry. It's okay. That's the show. We do this. That is the show. We derail each other constantly. Yes, so he has to accomplish what he has to accomplish before the Sentinels find them in real time. Yes. And they can't do their escape plan that they've been Because doing. she's already sending him back, yeah. So... There should be a real sense of urgency from, <laughs> but there really isn't. I mean, he's trying. Yeah, but he's kind of like, all right, we got to find this guy. All right, let's take a nice, relaxing plane ride. All right, let's. <laughs> How else do you expect him to get? I don't. I don't know. It's just... not like he was like, let's greyhound there, guys. Well, they're freaking mutants, man. <laughs> it's just them waiting Figure in a bus out. terminal for like four hours. Figure oh, over the... oh, greyhound overbooked the bus. We got to get on the next one. <laughs> But that goes back to, like, let's say they sent him back to the events of first class. Sure. He could probably 
do something to like undo future events? Uh, to a certain extent, he can prevent the whole beach f- Cuba fiasco from happening. Hey, let's not talk too much about first class. Okay. Just because <laughs> we may be doing that. Soon. Wink, wink, audience. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. That, that's really it for, for time travel for me. Fair I'm enough. It. No, I'm just kidding. Let's just do it. And and we're done. Action is incredible in this. Oh, so good. The Quicksilver scene, I'm just getting out of the way now. It's my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, I chose something different just because I knew that at least you were going to. Yes. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's, 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 it's phenomenal. It's so good. The lead up to that, I really have, a, I have another issue with that. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw some things out. How do they know the guard schedule, where this, uh, where Eric's being held first off, and like that, how many guards are going to be, that he eats at a certain time? Like it's just they have a lot of information that I don't understand. Like well, I know that to... Quicksilver knows it. Like he knows where he's being held. Quicksilver doesn't know where he's being held. Oh, he doesn't. No, it's the plan hatched by McCoy and um, Charles. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But like I don't know how they know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Maybe it was like, you know, big news. None of them can hack computers, so the computers aren't really that big of a thing in the 70s either. Even though he still has Cerebro. Yeah, no, I mean, (laughs) I agree. There are weird things in this movie, Uh but it's just... And I figured, like... Things I've accepted. If the man that killed the president escaped his prison cell, that would be, like, major, major, major news. But they don't want you to know that. They probably, the general public probably doesn't know that he's suspected of killing the president. Because, like, why would you divulge that information? Be like, we have an underground facility that he's, like, a hundred stories down in a plastic cement and sand prison. I just feel that, hey, we caught the guy that killed the president. We're going to let the world know, hey, no one kills our president. We got him. Well, actually... It probably goes to fit in like real world events, so they're gonna say that Oswald or the okay, guy on so the Oswald grassy knoll. Patsy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm assuming that's why no one knows about Magneto. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. All right, we solved one of your plot holes. That's it. You did. Boom. Good. Let's, next one. Let's All keep right. going. <laughs> but yes, the Quicksilver scene. So good. Them. Oh man. Amazing. It's even more fun than I remember it being. Plank. It's still fun in the next movie, but this is the OG, and yeah, it's great. Let's talk about Quicksilver. Please. Outstanding category. Yep. Uh, character category. Mm-hmm. I knew what you meant. Yes. Um, love that he's a klepto. Can get away with stealing. You're klepto. We're going to break into the Pentagon. His eyes just go wide. Really loves Pepsi, but I guess that was a marketing choice. Pepsi and Mountain Dew are featured quite a bit in this movie. Really? Yes. Um, yeah, his whole basement's like vintage Pepsi sign. I guess it's not vintage. Oh, okay. It's 70s, yeah, it's but... Current Pepsi sign. <laughs> and then he has oh, it's things like... he just stole and all the snack yep. cakes. Oh, yeah. all the snack cakes. <laughs> So I just figured, he could, eh, I'm just going to go to the random convenience stores in the area and just take one. They'll never know. Yeah. Maybe his like metabolism is really, really fast, too. That makes sense. And his insulin production. Otherwise, that kid's going to be fat with diabetes very, very <laughs> shortly. He's my, I guess, he's my favorite character, too. He's very underutilized. He is. He's really just there for the, for the heist part. He's there for the heist. He lives in the D.C. area. They go back to D.C. So, like, your first time you watch him, okay, Quicksilver's there. He's going to... No, he's just watching TV like a goon. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, 
But you know, we're gonna get more movies, and there's gonna be more Quicksilver action. Oh wait, a little bit, very little bit. <laughs> he's uh, he's got another scene in Apocalypse, and, and then he's he's supposed to be a big character in Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, and he does nothing. They sideline him nothing. immediately. Absolutely nothing. Which really sucked. Yes, the underutilization of Quicksilver is my biggest problem with the these collection of four. Um, well. The first, the first one. Oh, he's not. He's not in. But, no, but if, if yeah. I look at the four movies as a set, yeah, and I have to pick a fatal flaw, it's Quicksilver being underutilized. I agree with that for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree that he's underutilized. Yes. I, I don't know if that's the worst thing about it, but it's definitely a low point. Yes. He's so good. Just a great character. It's really fun. And I love when he's talking to Eric in the elevator. Like, what'd you do, man? What'd you do? <laughs> Hey man, you know karate? <laughs> he killed the president. He looks up the guard that he taped to the wall. He's like, "Oh, oh my oh, god!" <laughs> yeah, the guard like, guy's like, like yeah. raising his eyebrows, like, "Yeah." <laughs> it turns out he didn't kill the president. He did not. He tried to save the president. JFK was a mutant. Yeah, that I want to know what power JFK had. I really want to know. I know it's not real, but it's probably like something dumb. Hmm. Like maybe could rapidly grow his hair or something could stupid. rapidly grow his hair <laughs> stupid like could that. speak like perfect I of, german like, <laughs> i thought of like meg from family guy has a power oh the grower fingernails yeah, yeah. oh that hurt <laughs> my bleeding no no they break skin but ouch though ah <laughs> oh, man what do you got joe what do i got what do you got i don't even i didn't really take notes for this things that i liked i mean i love seeing all the the other mutants. There's there's a very wide cast in yes. this movie, which is nice. I mean, granted, they can't all be main characters, but no. actual recognizable people that I've seen in other things and will see in other things. Uh, the one guy in the beginning, or in the camp, I guess, that they cut through periodically, Sunspot, he's going to be in the New Mutants if that movie ever comes out. Okay. He was like that knockoff Human Torch? Yes. Okay. At least I'm pretty sure it's Sunspot. If well, not yeah, Sunspot, it's Warpath. But in the in the trailer, he was in like the right the canister that catches on fire, and you see his hand come up or some something like that. I don't remember the trailer for okay. that movie at all. All right, <laughs> I think I'm I'm fairly positive that's it. I love seeing, no, I love seeing Ian McKellen as Magneto actually doing stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, that got me like a little yep. bit in the feels. Oh, the, this movie has a bunch of moments that got me in the feels. Like I I shed a tear a couple times in this. I didn't expect to. I didn't remember. No, I didn't expect to yeah. either. I felt it was because I was really tired. And that's definitely a contributing factor. Okay. But <laughs> I was pretty awake and still still got emotional at a couple yeah. parts. Like, again, this is the whole X-Men, like, lore and saga. Yeah. I mean, allegory for civil rights. Charles Xavier presents Martin Luther King. Magneto's is, Malcolm X. That's just ironic. Yeah. <laughs> with their names. But um, you don't, like... When they're battling each other, they want the same thing, but they're going about it differently, which is like the beauty of the story, yeah. so to speak. I don't know if I should root for Magneto or not root for Magneto. It's very good. And I love Michael Fassbender, man. I say this every time we do one of these movies. Fassbender should be one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. He should he just be. Isn't. He just, his other role selection has not been good. I love him in this. Yeah. He's very good as young Magneto. I think he's also the best part of Apocalypse also. I like his story in Apocalypse a lot. Oh, okay. That's the one where he has a family in the beginning, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The whole redemption arc. And he kills the uh, all those soldiers with like a necklace. Yep. That was pretty dope. Yeah, that's cool. That's probably 
maybe one of the best moments of that movie. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. No. They've done better. They sure like have. Like this one. This one is a lot better. Um, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. I, I, can I just say? You can. If I, <laughs> if I ever write a movie, I'm putting a part in it for Peter Dinklage. And I love that no one mentions his height in this yes, movie. He's just good. a person. Now, is, his name is Trask. Ah, uh, Trask. Boulevard Trask. Boulevard Trask, yeah. Is the comic character yeah. a little person? I don't believe so. Okay. I'm only really familiar with him being in the, the animated series. Gotcha. I've never read the comics animated that has series, Trask in them. But he's an he's a average height human being. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um... Peter Dinklage, outstanding in it. So good. Also notice the fact nobody mentioned his height. It wasn't even an yeah, issue. I was, I was, when I saw this in theaters, I was like, please don't make the short joke that everyone makes when Peter Dinklage is in a movie. And they didn't. I was like, thank you. Yeah. He's just a good actor. Yeah, he's just a good actor. And there's no need for that. I want to talk about the scene, though, where Mystique goes into Trask's office as Trask. Mm-hmm. Why does she turn back into Mystique? She constantly does that. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, she doesn't even wait till she gets to the top of the stairs. Like, the secretary could probably still see her. Yeah. It's like, you know what? If you want to do it because you think your audience is stupid, fine. Do the eye thing. Yeah, do the eye glow. Or maybe have her just hair change her face or something where her back's still towards the secretary and she can change instantly. What she does anyway, but still. I, I agree know. 100%. Yes. That's always been my gripe with Magneto. Uh, not Magneto. Mystique in the movies. It's just to create suspense, I suppose, yeah. but it's so unnecessary. Because there's no need for her to almost get found out eight different times. Yes. Also with Trask... The inconsistency of his mutant detector bothered me a lot this this time watching it. Like, it, when they're in the bunker, Yeah, right? it takes forever to go off. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. go off where Mystique's 10 feet away when he's at the podium. Like, it's you would think that's the perfect time for it to go off. And none of the Sentinels ones go off, but I know Magneto is controlling those, so I yeah. guess he turned that off. And then, yeah, I'm well, sorry. He's still, he's still using them because he's still fighting the mutants. Like, you still see, like, the... The HUD inside the Sentinel's, like, head that labels them mutant. Yeah, but they don't start fighting the mutants till Magneto goes, do what you were created to do. Oh, okay. That's fair. And so, yeah, all right. So I'm sorry to do this going through all my plot holes, but... That's fine. That's when, Mag- when Magneto goes, do what you were created to do, the Sentinel instantly turns and starts to fight um, Xavier... No, mm-hmm. Beast and... Yeah, Xavier's pinned down at that point. It's Beast yeah. and Logan. Why didn't it just like start fighting? <laughs> you know, it's Probably because like... he's controlling it. But he, he, it goes after him eventually. Uh, yeah. It like picks him up. I also had that thought. Yeah. I was like, why are they not attacking Magneto? <laughs> Clear as you mean. I know Magneto can fend them off easily because yeah, yeah. he put the train tracks in them too. So he could control them in the first yes. place. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able. This whole scene wouldn't have happened. Right. And another thing, Peter Dinklage said. He goes, "I have a special polyurethane, no metal at all. Yeah, not an ounce of metal. Yep. But the bullets are metal, dude. Oh yeah, they have gone. Well, maybe they're not, because you can shoot anything as a projectile. If yeah, it's going at that speed, it's going to do the same amount of damage as a bullet. There's glass bullets, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they have they have the glass guns or yep. the plastic guns. I'm not sure I what they're, they're made glass. of. So they actually, they have to have ammo in those, so, yeah. Yeah, no, you can see the bullets yeah, yeah. are on their belt. So then those can't be metal. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Boom, I'm making my way through these plot holes. I, I have some, <laughs> I'm some, sure you some, do. some good points here. I think I'm always plot, plot hole-wise. Oh, the last one, and it's only something I would notice. Okay. 
RFK Stadium. That's the stadium he yes. ups and moves. From D.C.? Yes, in 1973. Does it not exist? Because I had that thought also. Our, uh, the last professional baseball game before 2005 when the Nationals came back was in, I think, 1971, where the Washington Senators either moved to Texas or Minnesota, one of the two. 73, that stadium was primarily used for football and soccer. So if you want to have a baseball, make it a soccer field. Don't have a guy chalking the fucking infield because there's no baseball being played there. None. Just, just, just the crazy guys. Like, there's going to be baseball <laughs> here again one day. He just won't give up the dream. He won't. I had that thought also. I'm like, I don't think the stadium's going to be accurate, and I'm pretty sure Siegel's going to point this out. It is RFK Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. RFK Stadium does look like that. It's just... And it's, you know what, it bothers me that's an easy thing to get right. Because that's not the real RFK Stadium. It's clearly green well, screen CGI. You mean they didn't destroy the actual stadium for the filming of this movie? They didn't film it on location. So, <laughs> superimpose a football field, man. There's still chocolate. There's, they have guys spray painting lines in 1973. Do that. Come on. Superimpose a football field with Heinz Ward running on it. That's it. It's an easy thing to get right. Very easy thing to get right. I got it wrong. Do you think that happened because of Dark Knight Rises? Like the... No. Okay. I don't. I just think Brian Singer was like, oh, stadium, baseball. Because <laughs> while we're on it, I had to pick a least favorite. That's my least favorite thing is just the fact that he destroys a baseball stadium. To yeah, well, I, I understand why he does it for the purposes of the movie, but I, I don't like I don't love it. Yeah, understood. It's also tough for me to pick a least favorite scene because nothing really bothered me in this. No, and again, I'm picking out plot holes and flaws, yeah. but th- I'm, I wasn't angered by really oh, any, yeah. anything. I can I can tell from your tone that you this no. movie didn't piss you off. And it's a movie I've seen a bunch of times too. Yeah, yeah. So the more times you see a movie, the way we watch movies, we just notice things more and more. Yeah, this um, is true. Ellen Page kind of annoyed me though. If I have to pick a least favorite thing, I don't like Kitty Pride as a character, like at all. In the movies or just in general? Uh, in general, and I guess specifically in the movies. Okay. I don't like that Iceman changes his like love allegiance to... Yeah. And then at the end when this is all resolved, you see him with Rogue, but not Anna Paquin. I'm no, that was Anna Paquin. Definitely, because yeah. it's, it's very shadowy. I'm pretty sure that was Anna Paquin, yeah. Otherwise, how did she get her name in the credits? Because she doesn't appear anywhere else in this movie. Her name's in the credits? She is listed like sixth or seventh in the, the post-roll credits. That's just stupid. I was like, how the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> She's in this movie for about five seconds. Well, my running joke, because I forgot that Storm actually does do something. Yeah. It's like, wow, Halle Berry got a paycheck for this. Yeah, they got <laughs> some weird bodyguard. billing order. Yeah. She's... Is Halle... Over the entire X-Men movie saga, yes. the X-Men mm-hmm. cinematic universe, if you will. Sure. Is she the most underutilized major mutant? Uh, well, depend. How do you define major mutant? Because I have very specific thoughts about this. I'm. Well, we did a top ten before the show. Okay, she then was yeah. number four. Okay. I mean, in my opinion, the most underutilized in the in the X-Men cinematic universe that doesn't include the Deadpool movies. Right. Is Colossus. Because I think he has three total lines in any of the movies that he's in. And he has one of the coolest powers and he's one of the most fun mutants. And he's number six on that list. Yeah. So, okay. I would agree with that. I just want Storm to do more. I agree. I want Storm to just 
be better in the movies. Which I think we're going to get in the MCU. because That would be nice. Major um, love she... interest is her in Black Panther. So that was a perfect way to bring her into it. Yeah. I don't know who's going to play her. I don't know. If yeah, I don't know either. Like I, I will say, I mean, this isn't they, uh, this isn't Days of Future Past related. Sure. But in Apocalypse, she's much better. Young Storm. Young Storm yes. is way better than Holly Berry's Storm. Agreed. Like, just written better as a yes, character. absolutely. It's kind of like the first X-Men came out. We need Storm. We need an African-American actress. Halle Berry's the number one. We'll just put her in there, and it will sell itself. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not, no. And she would have done a fine job if the writing wasn't so questionable. She doesn't do a bad job. She just doesn't do a lot. Like, in the first movie, it's classic Storm, where she doesn't use contractions. And then in the second movie, she just completely changed her pattern of speech. Yep. I was like, all right, that's a choice you made. Yeah, I guess she got... And then from then on, she just... Storm got lazy or more into normal culture. <laughs> Who knows? Agreed, agreed, agreed. So my thinking noises. Yeah, I know. Um, one thing ending. Um, oh, I hate Striker. I hate having young Striker. In this. I hate Striker. Yeah, I can't stand don't like it. It was unnecessary. The, Did... I will say the presence of him makes it. Makes sense how when she kills Trask in the actual timeline, Stryker just takes it over and runs with it. Right. Because Stryker's... Like, Trask is evil, but Stryker's evil on a whole other level because they even have make it a point to have that scene where Trask is like, I don't think they're our enemy. They're the next step in evolution. Like, he agrees. Right. That they're not like a plague. His methods are questionable. Very questionable. Yes. And terrible, actually. But... He's not coming at them like they're enemies, like Stryker feels they are. Logan gets rescued from the depths of, I guess, Lake Potomac. So I'm guessing it's DC area. Sure, I don't know okay. the lakes. Sure, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's not also, my area of expertise. Great use of rebar. I, I like that. Okay, yeah. Using yeah. that as a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> and having it intertwined in him made me cringe. It was really gruesome. Yeah, it's the only person you can do it to, and like have him still be awake for it exactly so he's got the bone claws right yep gets rescued from the depths Uh oh it's striker no wait it's not it's mystique mystique rescued him okay i'm excited man next movie we're gonna we can do something with this and when he comes back and then he's in a tank yeah right <laughs> what <laughs> happened <laughs> there's a story there how did he get there i don't know and i wanted to see when he comes back when he wakes up in the in the mansion and uh you're back. <laughs> and he has that interaction with Charles. Like, let's see the claws. What do we got? We work from bone here. Like, like it was. It, they could have done a lot more going forward yeah. with with that aspect of it. And I get that the movie, right? Apocalypse is, takes place in '83, right? They, they take place in ten year periods. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess Dark Phoenix. I don't know when the hell that. I takes don't think place. that's '93. I don't think so. No. But um, there's there's stories to be had that we never got. And yeah. I don't know why. I wish I knew why. I know continuity is a thing, but I was reading some article about this when I was looking it up. Simon Kinberg, who I believe wrote the movie. I believe yes. he wrote the screenplay. Like, he believes in multiverses and stuff, so they don't technically have to take place in the same universe, and so not everything needs to be... I'm not saying it's correct or incorrect. I'm just letting you know the thinking behind it. But his multiverse, then, believability 
kind of spits in the face of their time travel rules where what you do in the past changes what happens in the future. Well, in that, in that, in that, in that universe, yes. And I don't like it. That's fair. That's completely fair and I understand it. Like if it was branch time travel theory, then I like that multiverse because multiverse could represent different branches. So we don't know which branch each movie is taking place and then good luck internet trying to figure it out. (laughs) It's kind of like that. I mean, I... The way this movie ends, ends, it's just wrapping up the story. Like, this is the end. This is what he needed. This is the movie that it took, like, three movies to course correct from Last Stand, which is fucking terrible. Well, it ties up, ties it up in a nice bow for the original trilogy. Yeah. But we can still go forward. Which Last Stand with... could not do because yes. it's so bad. Yes, it's very bad. One day, maybe, probably not, we'll do it. <laughs> I don't have enough time to explain to all of you why that movie sucks. No, it's got to be. It's got to be an X-Men heavy month, man. It might be. (laughs) Wrap it up. Yeah, so I guess it does. It ties it up neatly for the original cast. Yes. And then we can go forward with adventures with the new Younger Mutants. I really wish Apocalypse was better than it was. Me too. Yeah. I also also wish they, for once in the movie, for X-Men, didn't write Cyclops as just the worst when he's in this for 30 seconds he's still such a jerk i'm like come on guys it, it's <laughs> new I, leaf i guess it's just uh hi how you doing with 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 cyclops right like if they made him yeah. not his normal well not his cinematic self yeah then people would have been like oh that's the cyclops we always wanted why didn't we get that <laughs> that would have been like nice to see though for at least a cameo to get like a proper cyclops he's so mistreated he is. It's it's a damn shame. It He's really such is. a good character. It's a very good character. Yeah, I don't even like the young Cyclops they have moving forward with with the, with the He's next better. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> the bar is really low. Yeah, I know. But they kind of got him right at least. Well, we're gonna, we'll have one more shot at him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Marvel will do the best job. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully. Because he's not a villain, so they'll do a fine job. I mean, the villain is iffy. Again, it's not Days of Future Past relevant, but yeah. going forward, there's no buzz, no excitement, no heat with the MCU. Hopefully, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. And once like Black Widow can come out, we'll be like jazzed up for it again. Although I'm not really excited for that because I kind of know her story. Yeah, right? unfortunately. Yeah. So, which is a shame, but like. I really want MCU X Men. Like, I just want more X Men stuff. That's not New Mutants. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm sure they're going to figure out a way where I'm going to accept it. I guess the only MCU thing I'm excited for coming out, until we get the new stuff, would be Spider-Man 3. Because, like, that... Okay. Because Far From Home Left Off is such a big cliffhanger. Like, I really want to see how that plays out. Yeah, I don't even know if we're going to get the conclusion of that in the Spider-Man movie, or if they're going to tie it into something else, or... Who the hell knows? Because, as far as I know, the Spider-Man movie is, like, a decent way off. Yeah, there's a couple I guess of like years. two years, three years. Tom yeah, Tom Holland's gonna lose his boyish charm. <laughs> I don't know how old. I f- this this is this is a discussion for another time. We have gone so far away from Days of Future Past, which is a very good movie. It is. Both of them are. Yes. Yeah. So favorite for me, Quicksilver scene. Of course. Awesome. Yep. Least favorite, I don't like Ellen Page. I just don't. Fair I like her enough. in other things. Yeah. I just. I should I don't, say yeah. I don't like Ellen Page. I just don't like her in this. Like when she gets slashed by Wolverine and she's like whimpering, I said shut up at the screen. <laughs> screen. 
do your I, job. I agree. This you got to is... hold your hands there. Just do it. Yeah. This is not her best work. Also, they don't have a way to, like, this is the future. They don't have, like, medical supplies. They just got a bucket they put under her to catch all the blood so that Iceman could be like, she's lost a lot of blood. She's got to stop. <laughs> yeah, this, who's his romantic allegiance to? It would seem to be Katie Pride because I'm almost positive Rogue is dead. At that point. Yeah. But it was Kitty Pride and Last Stand also, right? No, it was ultimately Rogue. But the switch was starting to happen. It right? was iffy. Yeah. Rogue, yeah, he was toeing the line. He was he was flirting with disaster. Yeah, he was. Why also- go out for burgers when he got steak at home? <laughs> <laughs> but in the... It's a funny expression because I would go out for steak before I went out for burgers. But you have steak at home. You don't have to go out for burgers. But I'm just saying I would go out for steak and have burgers at home. Like. Well, yes. So you would go out for steak when you have burgers at home. That's... Basically, go out for burgers when you have steak at home. Yes. Your wife represents your... I said the mic. <laughs> your wife represents your steak. Yeah. You don't go out for burgers when you have steak at home. So you're saying... Kitty Pride would be the steak in this situation and Rogue would be the burger? I'm talking solely meat quality here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you took the expression literal. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, the expression should be, why go out for burgers when you have... No, why go out for steak when you have burgers at home? Everybody would go out for steak when they have burgers at home. Steak's a better... I, I know, and I'm going to go out for it before I go out for a burger, because I suck at cooking steak. <laughs> Tomato. Is this the witty banter everyone came here for? Tomato, potato. <laughs> anyway. No one says potato. <laughs> Nobody. I've never, I've heard tomato, yeah. never heard potato. Same. Alright, at least we can agree on that. <laughs> if you've ever said potato, unironically, hit us up. <laughs> one of our social media. Yeah, platforms. you'll find out those later. Anyway. Yeah. Course correction. Okay. Iceman's with Rogue at the end. Kitty Bride's teaching a class. So I guess you're right. Rogue is the ultimate yes. choice. Iceman's flippant. He is. Is he a big deal in the cartoon? Yeah. He's, he's uh, well, actually, no, not in the cartoon, but he's one of the original five yes. X-Men. Like, I know he's, he's an OG. He's an OG comic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do him justice in the cartoon or not, but I remember when the he's movies came out. He's barely in it. I'm like, they're really they're going hard with Iceman here. Yeah. <laughs> When the, uh, yeah, when the, I guess when the original movie came that out. That was one of the, I mean, that was one of the amazing things that was supposed to be about Last Stand. They were finally going to have the original five in there. I'm not going to dwell on this too much, but like, they were all there. Original, finally. Right. Original five. Iceman. Yep. Let's see if you can do it. Angel? Yep. That's two. Does Charles Xavier count? No. Okay. Um, like five team members. Ms. Marvel? Yeah. Okay. Three. Cyclops? Four. I think Storm joins later. I don't think she's original five. Do you want a hint? Yes. Uh, Miss Marvel's the only woman. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it someone stupid? No. We actually saw a lot of them in this movie. It's not Wolverine. He no. comes later. It's not Cyclops. We don't see well, you're, you're him. You already said him. But, oh, yeah. I did already said him. Um, you're only missing one. Beast? Yep, Beast. Okay. Beast pre-blue. Huh. Yeah. That X-Men flopped when it originally came out. Yep. Then I've it. read the original comics. They're not great. Then it was like X, well, like Big Book X-Men or something came out in the 60s, and that kind of like revived it a little bit? Could have been. I don't know the exact title yet. Okay. 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 Cool, cool, cool. I, know, I think Uncanny X-Men was like Uncanny. the big one that really gotcha. launched them. But anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? 
Kelsey Grammer as Beast. Kelsey Grammer, he's in this. He is in this. Let's <laughs> start. <laughs> it's it's nice at the end because you know that Beast and Charles at least remember. Yes. That Logan went back because no one else will. Right. But, so at least he has two people he can be confidants with. Although he's not nearly as excited to see Beast as he is about. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great line, also, mm-hmm. when Nicholas Holt says. Hey, I know I'm not supposed to ask this, but in the future, do I make it? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you can change that. Yeah. <laughs> very good. It is very good. I like Nicholas Hall a lot. He's so good. Job. Yes. He's going to... Uh, sh- he's not the new Batman. He was going he should, to be. He, he was the, like the runner-up. Yes. I mean, I'm good with Robert Pattinson, too. I'm sure I he'll be good. I don't know. Jury's out. I'm sure he'll be good. Hopefully. He's a good, he, he's a good actor. We'll see. Okay. We will see. We'll see. Well, hopefully we'll see. Yeah, maybe not. Assuming <laughs> movies still get made. It'll be streamed. Everybody wearing a coronavirus mask. <laughs> Even the actors. Yeah, we did touch on the acting being very good in this. It uh, is good. Peter Dinklage, very good. James McAvoy, very good. Yep. Fastbender. Fastbender, always good. Well, I mean, everyone Even else is always good. Jennifer Lawrence is very good, too. Yeah. Because her career has taken a nosedive recently. This is the last movie before she like got really sick of playing Raven. Yeah, you could tell in like. Yeah, this Apocalypse. is before she started phoning it in. Yeah, she's still good in this. She's very good. Yeah, I do like that one scene too. We, me, and my wife were were talking about it when um she's with the um Asian military, the Vietnamese general, I guess. Okay. And she puts her her. He's, she's choking him out with her foot. She's going all golden eye on him. And he like passes out. And we both are did she kill him? And I'm like, no, she couldn't have killed him because she doesn't kill until she shoots Peter Dinklage, yeah. right? That was the first time she killed. Yep. And then it zoomed in on him, like breathing. I'm like, that's a good cinematic touch right there. Good job, guys. <laughs> good job. They did it. They stayed true to their word. They sure did. Which is important, continuity-wise, in a movie like this. So this movie got me emotional, definitely. Okay. Like, my favorite line in the whole movie is after Magneto gets hurt and goes back inside, and he reaches for uh, Xavier's hand, and he's just like, all these years spent fighting each other to have a precious few of them back. I wept. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Very So touching. true. Yes. I'm it just is. glad they finally got to be friends in the end. They finally put aside their differences because of a mutual threat like they always do but like this one was was really seemed like everything's behind them now but i wonder like with the course correction if everything is behind them probably not no right they've never been to this experience i mean yeah because the last they see each other in continuity as this movie ends is this he lets magneto go right so that they don't capture him forever yeah so but, magneto goes tries to live a quiet life yeah. in another country we don't know that yet but yes yes um and he lets mystique go as well and mystique's yeah. still fighting the mutant cause well yeah because she's still she's still on their side yes. in the next two movies well, yeah well but she's going about it sort of a different yeah. way in apocalypse right she's just trying to find mistreated mutants yeah right Mystique's a very interesting character, and had these movies turned out better, that would have been cool. She had the cinema cinema sins for this was pretty funny, like um. I haven't watched that in a while. I don't think. When she's uh, with the uh, she's seducing the Vietnamese guy, and then like mm-hmm. 
she turns blue and she's like i don't look pretty like this the the narrator's like she still looks attractive guys like i just want one of these movies where she turns blue they'd be like hell yeah and (laughs) well i am already here this doesn't really change much for me um one thing also the the nixon impersonation is pretty bad yeah it wasn't the best pretty bad i do like the i want this off the record and he turns off the yeah uh, that was, that was cool. good good historical touch there mm-hmm. off the record what's happening <laughs> what else we do? oh i didn't get my favorite team no you did not i just realized that um, my least favorite was, was destroying the stadium my right. favorite is the opening scene okay it's so good i mean i obviously close 1b is the quicksilver scene but i figured pick something else to be different great way to start the movie yeah so good yes get you pumped You've really, this is without, I'm not, never mind. Okay. Forget it. This sounds like this would be your favorite one. It seems that way. It's right out there. Yeah. Guess, huh? okay. It is. It's it's the 1B. I thought Rose Byrne was going to be in this. Oh, yeah. They make that whole big deal about her being a, no, she's not. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, but she's in Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. It's weird. They just... Yeah, she's in first class and she's in Apocalypse. They just yeah, it's fucking it weird. This one. That, that is a very weird choice. Mm-hmm. I guess... I, I, I'm going to say because Xavier was like so self-destructive and going through such shit that he just cut off ties with everybody except for Hank. Right. So I'm guessing that's why she's not in it. Plus, I don't know what she would have done to help. But what's what field... Who does she work for? What branch of the government? I don't remember. Damn it. I don't know. You feel she would have been a presidential advisor or something. Maybe. Well, she's not American. She feels she would have been an ambassador. (laughs) You're not American. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Well, you can see where this episode is going to devolve into. No, we had enough problems with this. We were just talking about burgers and steak. (laughs) We're both so American. (laughs) Uh. I don't know if that made it into the episode. Uh, I hope it did. I hope it did too. Uh, It's up to you. (laughs) It's not like I'm saying it or anything. This is a good good show. This this has been fun. It's alright. Top notch. (laughs) Should I read Corey's email? Uh, Yes. I'm going to leave out his his ratings. We're running a little long, but it's fine. I can cut some stuff out. It's just the two of us. It's whatever. It's fine. So Corey sent us an email with some of his thoughts. He kept it pretty brief. Like he said, he starts, Corey writes, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Still swear we recorded this once. Sequel knows what I mean. Yes. Me and Corey <laughs> swear we've done this before. We definitely have not. That was the, that was a different timeline where you guys, where I guess we did the show. If you subscribe to the Mandela Effect, send us an email, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I enjoy this movie. Enjoy the combination of both iterations of the franchise. Performances were solid. Quicksilver scene is my favorite part, hands down. Yeah. And then he gives right us, yeah. And then he gives his rating, which I'll tell you at the end when we give ours. I think we're at that time. I think we are at the time. <laughs> Excellent segue. <laughs> Here is the part of the episode where we give each movie that we review a number of infinity stones from one to six, determining how good it is. If we give it six stones, we can also give it an infinity gauntlet. And yeah, that's to be used at our discretion. Let's find out how many stones. You know what? I'm gonna. Do two, I'm gonna. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. I was gonna say I was gonna do two, Corey's first. Do Corey's first. I'll do Corey's first. Okay. Corey's giving it five stones. He doesn't give a reason. Five Just stones. Just give it a five. No reason. No reason. Okay. 
just I'll read it now. It'll be fresh in everyone's mind from his sure. email. All right, cool. All right, five stones. Yeah. Well, I can go before you if you want. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I'll go. Okay. Uh, Sequel. What'd you think? What's your score? I gave it four out of five on Letterbox. I'll give it five out of six on ETH. Okay. Because Letterbox uh, only goes up to five. Um, <laughs> um, yes, it's very good. It's not a perfect movie. There are flaws, but it's just fun. It's a fun watch from beginning to end. The action is great. It's emotional. It's very good acting for an X-Men movie. Yeah. I mean, and I include Logan in the X-Men-averse, so... Keeping that in mind, it is the second best X-Men movie in this humble reviewer's opinion. Okay. Fair enough. This is a tough rate for me. I am torn between two numbers of stones, and I'm not sure. You're torn between five and six? Yeah, I'm torn between five and six. Wow. Yeah. If I give a five, it's going to be a really high five. Give you high five. High five. <laughs> It's an opportunity for you to do a half. Ah, I, I, why start now? It's been a hundred and a half. I gave Apocalypse, which is the third episode, two and a half, and I since retconned it. I've never given a half because I don't believe in it. I believe in either a high or low system. Look, man, it's your score. I, know. I trust your scores more than other people's scores <laughs> that have been on this show in the past. Fair enough. All right, but. A low doesn't make sense yeah. logically. Okay. I just feel in my heart a high uh -huh. five is better than a low six. Because <laughs> if you're a low six, you didn't get the gauntlet. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a regular six, you didn't get the gauntlet either. True. Like, I, but I can like, give you a high six, six and then... The low six is the A minus. It's like, eh. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I made my living but, on but A minus. there's a minus in there. <laughs> uh, well, it was like, you were really good, but eh, B plus is like very good. That's like, B plus means very good. <laughs> But again, it's your score. It's your score, Charlie. It is my score. <laughs> Thank you, you for that. You do you. Uh, so I have gonna... money on this. <laughs> do you? Yeah, as a side bet, you don't know about. Oh my god, it's been going on for 193 <laughs> weeks. This we're up to 193. Uh, no, no, this is 194. You know what? I think I'm gonna give this movie a high five. High five. High five. <laughs> high five stones. I want to give it six, but. Like, I'm not 100% sold on it. It's very good. My X-Men fandom makes me want to push it into the sixth category because it's such a crapshoot with the X-Men movies. And this one's really good. Yes. Yes, it is. There are a couple things that they could have done differently to get me up to six, but otherwise, I really like this movie, even more than I remember liking it. So, yeah, high five, Stones. High five. <laughs> how, many like time, how many times can I trigger you to say that? You know, it's a new term. <laughs> Done the doing this 194 times. Hope, and... hope it catches on. <laughs> Hashtag high five. No one else is using Ooh. that, right? Oh, uh, I can't wait to run through the social media. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, <laughs> ready for this. That's good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, but one day we will be. Yes. And those are our ratings for X Men: Days of Future Past. If you want to let us know your thoughts on the movie, let us know how wrong or right we are. Let us know about all the fun stuff we talked about in this episode, all the segues we got done. You can send us an email to zthpodcast.gmail.com. Boom. Boom. We're on Twitter at zthpodcast. Send us your thoughts on who is the most underutilized X-Men throughout the X-Men movies. Please do. I'm interested. If you have a picture of... A mutant? 
This could be very. You could be anything. It's very vague. Because that was a picture of Blinky from The Simpsons. Sure. Any any mutant picture you you have or can find on the internet. Uh, send it to us on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, or search for us within Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and in E-S. I'm so proud of you every time you take over all the duties. Thank you. <laughs> you always nail it. Yes. And so does Corey. Right. It's when we have more than three, I just yeah. totally screw it up. <laughs> it just throws a rhythm off. It I totally sure, get it. Sure is, yeah. And find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating on there and a review if you want. Leave us a... No, you can't leave us anything else there. No. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Tell people. Let them know. Spread the word. Like, subscribe, favorite. Hit yep. that bell for notifications. Hit, hit that bell. I don't know where the bell is, but if you find one, hit it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Next time, it's going to be an X-Men doubleheader. What? We're going into the past of the past. We're going to do X-Men first class, which yeah, is... Yeah, this backwards. Yeah. We did, but it's our show. We can do it however we want. Damn right. So that's why we didn't talk too much about first class, because we're going to be doing that next week, so no real reason to get into that. Little inside baseball. We really don't have a plan of what we're going to do until we show up to do this show, yeah. unless there's a new release coming out, which, hey, there's not. <laughs> it, it's just sequel showing up being like, so what movie are we doing next week? And we're both in the mood to watch first class. We're the only two here, so we're watching first class. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. Corey. <laughs> I'm sure he's not going to have a problem with it. I doubt it. And so, newsflash, I'm going to push hard for Last Stand in two weeks. <laughs> want to wrap up the whole X-Men saga. I mean, we could. We can do whatever we want. We can do it. It's our show. Like the I just only, said a minute hey, ago. If you email in one of you out there a request for a movie we, for us to do, we will not do Last Stand in two weeks. We'll do it in three weeks. <laughs> Unless there's another request. <laughs> We'll see what we get. Tune in next time for First Class, and until then, it's my job as always to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. X-Men Days of Future Past has got to be somebody's favorite movie. Definitely. It's good enough. It's a high five. It is a high five. High five! (laughs) We're going to get out of here and continue laughing for a while. Take care, everybody. Good night.